Got my niggas with me and they coming with the heater show Ain't talking about guns, I'm speaking of the stupid flow Creeping up behind you, blowing out your granium Blow, damn, damn you, back at it with another one It was coming back, shit man, it was coming back for you from your sister, uh birthday shit when we went salsa dancing that year or to the salsa club or whatever oh yeah so that night that night me driving home i hydroplaned across the motherfucking freeway God, yeah and and that part that kind of saved me too because um the officer that pulled me or that came was uh it was a black dude and my hair was done i was in a dress you feel me like titties low key out and shit and because there was no, like, the car that caused me to hydroplane spread off. So he would have had to mark me at fault. So he didn't. He helped me get it towed to my house for a discounted price. Like, hella shit. Okay. Yeah, I was all damsel in distress with no jacket on the side of the road and a dress in the rain. Wow. Yeah, and so it kind of worked out in my favor. I guess shit could have went worse. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, what is what is it like to be a woman? Sometimes <laughs> I was just, I was thankful though, cause it was the middle of the night though, and it was crazy, cause somebody else called the police for me, so he knew somebody else was the cause of me hydroplaning. But like I said, they sped off, and you know, while I was spinning across the freeway, I didn't have time to get a license plate number or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's like the last thing going through your mind. <laughs> Facts. So I'm not thinking about none of that shit. Not even looking. Clearly, Jazz says she's on the way. She she ain't hopping the pie, but she says she's on the way. What? Yeah, that's what she was saying. See why you got a kid over there playing. Okay. Yeah, word, word. She's out there shaking yams. I was like, I caught it this. I caught it this morning. I was like, oh. And you know, this is the year of the sparkly dresses. Last year, you had the wrestling outfits, the bright neon pinks, and all that. The greens, the yellows, the highlighter colors. And now you got most definitely the sparkly dresses, the golds, the rose golds, the silvers, the glitter eyeshadow, the platinum. What they really went for? What we special with the platinums? You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen them all. The bronzes, I've seen them all. That's litty. I'm trying to think what's going to happen next year for 21. For 2021, what kind of dresses we bringing for the B day then? Hey man, they switch it up. Hey, yeah, please, I don't know how they be on. Please bring back see through. Please bring back see through. 
Oh, the sequence. Oh, the see-through sequence. Oh, man. I might need a break, though, because there'd be so much, like, there'd be so much scandalous shit that'd be on the, on the internet with the OnlyFans popping. Like, Twitter's bonkers when it goes through it. I'm like, man, look, I get tired of, uh, uh, at looking at the at the shit sometimes. I scroll past it. Like, niggas is literally seeing, like, there's only, like, two chicks that I might, three, that I actively, like, if they post, I'm hard eyes. and I mean, you know what I'm saying? Double tap in, like, in all that. Everything else is kind of, like, I'm kind of scrolling past, like, all right. Another OnlyFans. Okay. Service and fucking surplus right now. You be subscribing to motherfuckers OnlyFans? No. There's only there's only two that I would, and I really refrain from it because the only reason is it's too goddamn expensive, and I'll be the dumbass to do it. So. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's really two. It's really on their band, but I just don't. I'm. I just rather just click on your regular pictures and just play with my imagination. It's more fun that way, anyway. Word. Because then, because okay. then, once you see, it, it's kind of like you can't unsee it. But then it's like, all right. I'm not. Oh my God. Some niggas be super addicted to see it again. I'm like, oh no, nah, I still got this in my archives, baby. I'm here. I'm good. I'm still kind of old school when it comes to it. Like you know what I mean? Probably. You said what? Oh, well, I was trying to call the gate. I hit pound first. Yeah. Why didn't it just do it? I don't want to run my window back down. Oh, oh my God. Try one time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There you go. Oh, shit. Okay, I got that quick access. Dude, said, don't, don't, yeah, worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. You remember how to get to the spot, or I got to direct you? Well, because you sent me your location, it's going to bring me to your you sure? building. So. Yeah. All right, we can jump into this one. Welcome to another episode of Speak, Manny Speak. This is episode 46 in this Bitch, and of course you got the squad in this motherfucker's ass. What up? What up? What up? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. And uh, of course we gotta hit you with another life chronicles, life chronicles, life chronicles. And damn, I had my life chronicles and forgot about the shit. Fuck. Um, high nigga problems. Yeah, <laughs> I had a whole life chronicles and I forgot all the budget. Well. Straight up, I was like, oh well. I had the life problems. I had a smooth ass Saturday. That's not about it. Um, So, Smiles, what's your drink of the day? Pedialyte. (laughs) Nah, I'm playing. It's Jack Daniel Sinatra. Superstar leverage. Oh wow! Nigga, see, yeah, he pulled, he pulled out the Sinatra for the for the special side. What's so special about this side? You brought the Sinatra. <laughs> There's nothing special. It was either that or the little bit of douce I got left. And nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. All right, we're going to get these, these these little fucking topics real quick. Um, so Tory Lanez, he got charged. With felony assault, facing up to uh, 22 years in prison. 
Yeah. Yo, his lawyer downplayed the injuries too. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see all that. What he said. Um the lawyer said the victim doesn't appear to be seriously injured. Since I saw her on Yeah, the victim doesn't appear to be seriously injured since I saw her on Saturday Night Live last week. (laughs) Wow. Yo, did she get shot like two months ago now? Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a while. Is she supposed to be still hobbling? Like she ain't supposed to heal up and keep it pushing? So here's the thing. To be honest, it just looks like shit was ricocheting and hit her. She got hit with like strap and type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the recovery that she has is fucking phenomenal. She's still able to do what she does. She actually legitimately got that yeah. shot. You know what I'm saying? Because especially if you got shot in both your feet, like you're gonna sit down. You know what I'm saying? There's no if ands or buts. I don't care what caliber the gun is. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna mm-hmm. sit down. Hell, if you even broken your foot before, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna sit the fuck down. But if if for the grace of God, like again, she got hit, to me, she got hit with strap shrapnel. She said she got shot. Hey, if that's your truth, whatever. I'm not gonna take that away from you. Either way, you got injured in a situation that should not never happen. But mm-hmm. um, but the damage in your recovery, I mean, it is what it is. Believe what you want, but I'm thinking it's, you know, shit ricocheting. You got hit with it. They hit you with some ibuprofen, some stitches, and, yeah, I mean, you was chilling. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, <laughs> well, we'll wait till that shit unfolds even further, because we already know when the trial happens, which is the fuckery stuff. Yep. Pictures you know, and everything. I had um had somebody who basically said the same thing, um, that it was shrapnel. Because there was no bullet that went in and out or got recovered or any of that. So that is looking what it was. Now, like Smile said, granted, it's a situation that shouldn't have happened in the first place. Like, why were you so close to being shot at that shrapnel was at your foot and you the only one in the situation, in the situation. that had shrapnel? You feel me? But um, at the end of the day, yeah, no, I agree with Smiles. It's looking like Lil Mama was not shot in her foot. She might have been shot at, but uh, mm-hmm. but she wasn't shot. Now, I'm not saying he shouldn't be charged. I'm not saying it makes the situation right. I'm not saying Tory Lanez ain't a punk-ass bitch for what he did, for shooting at a female, period. But, but her story does seem a little... Like, cause she said you yeah. shot me. She ain't say you shot at me. She said you shot me, nigga. You shot me, and there's no bullet in either one of her feet, so that can't be possible. It is possible that he shot at her, and even that motive, in general, period, still makes him a bitch ass nigga, period. Right. But, but it does, like, it, her story is a little over exaggerated. Yeah, and that she probably did hurt. Hurt like the shrapnel yeah. going to her foot probably did hurt. Like. You can see her that first night. You can see that she was limping. You can see her foot was bleeding. Like, you can see she was injured, but shot and injured are different. I mean, getting shot is an injury. And she was shot at. It's but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. You wasn't directly hit. You were shot at. But, but either way, it's an injury. 
yeah, well, right. So, but but have, but being injured doesn't equivalent to being shot, though. So, yes, being shot equivalents to you being injured, but you being injured does not equivalent to you being shot. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, the story just sounds like she's just dragging it. Honestly, it just sounds. It and sounds, unfortunately, you know, a lot of sprinkles women, it, but you know, yeah, like, and a lot of women have a habit of doing that. Honestly. I might get some backlash for this shit, but even the Rihanna Chris Brown situation, like there have been a lot of situations where a man takes an L for a woman who is not as popular, and the man pretty much has a guaranteed fan base that he's gonna get back. Like even with people not fucking with Tory Lanez, he dropped that fucking mixtape album EP, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and the video he dropped got two million views first twenty four hours or something. Like his audience is still there. And it's the same thing that happened with Chris. Like, and I think that sometimes, or at least it seems like to me, these artists get in relationships that can help their career. And sometimes the way that helps their career might be a little unorthodox, but I wouldn't be surprised if like this is all kind of a scheme. Because when the when a woman gets injured by wow. a man by default, you're gonna get attention. Like you're by default, you're gonna get the oh shit, what happened to her? Oh my god, and you're gonna get the attention. And then the full story comes out and it might be different, whatever. But I just, in this industry, I've noticed that there are a couple of times where females who are less popular get with a popular nigga and then some crazy shit happens that boosts the female career. The man takes a little sidebar for a second and then pops back out. Well, wouldn't it be the opposite? Wouldn't technically Meg be the more popular person in the situation? No, Tory's been out for longer. Tory, he Tory writes yeah, records. He had, like he sells records for other people along with his own music. He had no. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think Meg's more savage. I think Meg is. Meg, well, no, I can't even say that. No, I don't think that's the opposite. I think Tory was more popping than Meg. Is more. I'm popping. not saying he wasn't popping. No, I think, but I'm saying I think he's I'm, more than Meg at the, in this okay. At the moment, I think the more relevancy would be Meg because of the whole, you know, what everything's been coming out with her. All her shit is fresh right now versus Tory. Like he's yeah, that savage of, shit. She went yeah. to number one. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. This is mad shit that that came into play at that point that would technically put her in the. In she's the, now. In the higher, she's, higher, she's now. Yeah, she's now. Yeah, she's in the hierarchy at this point. Yeah, I agree with that. But like y'all said, it's like relevancy for now. Tori has been around longer, which is why his fan base is more secure. <sighs> I, I mean, you, you can disagree if you want to, but go look at the video. Go look at his stream. Go look at Nase how nosy. many people still pay the that attention. Is, that's what I was about to say. Because honestly, he only sold 50,000 copies. And That's how, not good. Um, and how For many views does his YouTube video have? YouTube videos, that is kind of misleading because niggas is nosy. You don't know if niggas watch the whole video or not. But it you don't only, matter. If like, you don't have to watch the whole... they're canceled, he still made money off of all of them views. Same thing with R. Kelly and this shit when it happened, like, at first when the whole um little uh, 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 documentary came out and then his music view... um streams went up for a quick bit and then it dropped back down because niggas just nosy now niggas are going back to listen to certain things that they didn't know before that's the same situation the only difference is youtube you don't have you only have to watch a certain amount of minutes before that shit counts as a view it's misleading niggas is nosy that's it 
Yeah, that, same thing for I, same thing I for six nine. Like Tory has more of a reputation. Thank you. Same thing with six nine. Niggas was nosy for six nine. Six he nine got, still got it. Still six nine still has a popping ass fan base. He got uh he got a a, a crowd full of like loyal it's his, unloyal Hispanics. motherfuckers. Hispanics is fucking with him hard. Like the younger base, the younger generation that doesn't play in the the street community and stuff like that. He has the suburb kids on a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who he has right now because yeah. um, they don't care about that because they don't understand it. Right. So they run with him. You know what I'm saying? They like they like his energy. They like his music and all the other shit. Everyone else is like, nah, we not messing with that. That's why his album did garbage. I think it did like 22 or 30, something, something, something low. It was projected at like 125 and that shit dropped like like it ain't no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like you're gonna be the same situation. It's gonna be like you hear some shit and you're like, all right. The only difference is the niggas that are are the the swears, like you were doing politics. The niggas that were in between that kind of like, eh, nah. The niggas gonna not. They're not gonna give a fuck. So they're gonna use like if they like Tory, they do. And if they don't, they don't. They're yeah. Not gonna, doesn't Cause, matter what that. Because you know a lot of people what they were saying were like, oh, yeah, that's fucked up. But damn, he makes some good music. I tell you what, I'll just play it <laughs> in the confines of my own crib. But like, yeah, you know I'm saying I ain't going to promote this shit. Or like, if I'm in the car, I'm not going to play it with nobody around because I don't know how the next person feel or whatever. At the end of the day, they still support and they just be mindful of their surroundings when they play his music. You know what I'm saying? Right. They still rock with Tory. So, yeah, just like you said, he has a solidified fan base. It's just, you know. Mm. Uh, we'll see how that shit goes. Um, oh, yo. <laughs> that white girl with that dog? Yo. <laughs> yo. She a druggie. She a druggie on my, yeah. on my mama. She a druggie. What white girl with a dog? Go check in the group chat and watch the video. That shit is wild. Go watch it real quick. Watch it real quick. <laughs> Yo, the way she was looking at this nigga, one, I, I got to watch it again because I don't think she blinked. That's one. At all. She had the widest of eyes and just kind of like talking with the dries. And then she kept blocking him from getting to his LA car. The Reddit video that came up after that. Oh. So, um... The way she was blocking that nigga from the car was fucking weird. One. And how she was talking and staring at this nigga and how she was moving was already signed number two to just do me the fuck off. Next thing you know, this bitch threw the dog at this nigga. I was like, oh, and then the dog did not even turn around to run back to her. He ran straight to the dude and was like, yo, save me from this bitch. And I was just like, oh, that's not, he was like, yo, this is not even your dog, bro. Like, the way she threw that nigga and then the dog didn't even think about like, oh, shit, let me go back. He should be like, nah, yo, yo, save me. Like, this bitch is wild. I don't know who this shit is. Yo. I don't think he even had a collar on or nothing. She was just out here just looking doped, doped up. You never know. She probably saw the dog walking around. I was like, nah, I'm going to need you. <laughs> you guys a smash bro weapon. What kind of shit is you on? <laughs> yo, that shit was comedy, yo. I looked at it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, she's not. 
Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Nutty. I'm gonna have to find it. The link you sent in the group chat um takes you to Reddit or it took me to Reddit because I don't have the yeah. I don't have the app. I don't but have it that. went to like a Neither link of I. videos. Yeah, it made yeah. me it made me download the app just to see the video. So oh, Reddit okay. scheme. Normally 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 it'll pop up and say you can either open the app or hit continue for call. Yeah, and that, that's what I did. Hit... And when I hit continue yeah. it took me to a whole slew of videos like and I didn't yeah, think about no matter of fact if you go to academics page on, on Instagram I want to say he posted it too what is um, you said academic yeah that's wild but yeah, yeah. uh uh-uh. uh why people be bugging why people yeah. be bugging she was like yo you lucky she wasn't on that bath so Oh, well, that would have been different. She'd be trying to eat that nigga. Straight up. Yo, still though, my favorite video today, that officer. The officer that got packed out. Oh! He got the beaters yeah. put to him? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that nigga's one. He shouldn't have got beat up. Because it's nobody's stance was so weak. And he faked a couple times. This shit looked crazy when he did it. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? He looked like a Grand Theft Auto character being controlled by a six-year-old. Right, he had a whole cowboy hat. Yo. Mustache. Yo, then when he said 29, I was like, this nigga looks 35. Straight up. He got my gun. He got my gun. Yo, the fact that he popped it, he after like one weak ass swing and you dropped, I'm like, yo, you need new training. Yeah. Dropped him. Jordan hit the ground. He's like, I'm about to black out. Facts. Black out. You have you are no security at all. You are not securing it either. Yeah, he that poor de- doggy, he, he did not deserve that. <laughs> he started yelping. <laughs> the dog took off and did not. He didn't turn around. He, he didn't. He, he didn't go, even go back towards her. He was like, "Man, fuck you, bro." <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, that shit is nuts. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. So where That's are you a, at? She's in the in, park. In the yeah. park. Yeah, I'm downstairs for Manny shit in the car. Okay. Um, probably when we get off the podcast, or should I make my way over there? Yeah. Why? I was just asking. But okay, I'm on the way. I'll still talk on the podcast though. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she's just chilling downstairs. You yeah, don't have to worry about the echoes and all that shit. So the dude that got papped out, the police officer that got papped out though. The fact they say he got his gun and he heard the gunshots go off, I was like, Oh shit, old buddy got real lit. He should have just packed him out and left. Yeah, you got into a shootout in the police station. Dipped off. <laughs> I think it was on one. He was with it that night. The fact that he's still alive is the right? thing ever. Ooh. Point. The other nigga we even got close enough, he would have been like, his hands behind your back. <laughs> Look like a suspect. Fuck. Or he would have got loud and then had everybody, all the homies just pull up on him. And then arrest him for for some bullshit. Exactly. So he assaulted an officer, knowing that nigga didn't do not a fucking thing. Nada. 
All right. Well, that's enough bullshitting. So this week, wanted to talk about something interesting. And got asked a question about something and said, oh, let's talk about this shit instead. So here we go. Um, hmm. I'm talking about some interracial dating. Melting pot, jungle fever, all that good shit. You know what I mean? Doing the boogaloo for somebody that ain't looking like you. What so, the hell? <laughs> what the holy yes. hell? Not the boogaloo. Uh, with somebody who don't, don't look, like, look you. like you. Oh my Jesus. That shit was gold, bro. Continue. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, just, I, I do this off the hip. So, how many, um, you said what? I was just finishing laughing, so sorry. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we're going to go around. How many um, interracial relationships have y'all been in? <laughs> a <Nine>. lot. <laughs> I heard none and a lot at the same time. Who said what? You can't tell the difference between our voices. I wasn't paying attention. I'm going to sound dainty tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Miles definitely said a lot and Jazz definitely said none. My bad, yo. It just merged real fast on my end. Damn. Miles said I sound dainty. (laughs) That's off your shit. (laughs) Man, what's that? Little ass nigga. (laughs) <laughs> uh, my answer is the same as jazz none hmm. I, I've had a, a, a couple I wouldn't say I hope well yeah okay a few yeah a few um yeah so y'all never even thought about stepping out of the box thought about yeah I just I don't know. Every time I look up, when I'm attracted to, I'm attracted to, they just not nothing else than black. Like, this, I've dated the spectrum of skin tone, like, from light to dark, you feel me, or in between or whatever, but um, I don't know. It's, I had to think about that not too long ago. Actually. I was like, damn, I really haven't like, I went on one date with a white guy, mm-hmm. but it was weird. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, what was weird about it? He was just too he was too touchy feely for me, like for the first time of chilling. Like we went out to dinner and it was cool or whatever and then he but he was trying to get me to come back to his apartment and I just couldn't visualize it because I have a thing with lips. Like I really love to kiss and I really love a nice set of lips. And white people for the most part don't have them. And when I visualized, like, like I tried to give him a kiss, and it was just hard. Like, it was like, like, like this was hard. Like, you felt teeth. My little, like, uh, no, I can't do this. And if I can't kiss you, I definitely ain't finna think about fucking you. Um, wow. So it was just like, no. And no. No. It was just weird. Um, and the, yeah, but it's not by default. He was kissing just, hard gums. <laughs> right, you feel me? Like, oh, yo. Thick ass lips over here poking me and shit. Like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Um, and it be and, aggressive, too. Yeah, like, what? Like, them pet shit. Like, bitch, did you just stab me? What the fuck? They like, they like birds. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so. You're pecking and, this shit. I think 
growing up subconsciously, not something that I realized, but like my dad, mm-hmm. his side of the family is very pro-black, uh, like very pro-black. And anytime, because my brothers, well, mainly my middle brother, Jamal, he's dated anything you can think of. Well, mm. that sounded bad. Any race you can think wow. of. Wow. Yeah, that sounded real bad. My bad, yeah. Jamal. Shout nice. out to you. But any race, he's dated them all. He's dated them all. Um, but we, whenever they would bring home somebody other, my parent, like the, my parents automatically have basically stereotypes in their mind, low key. Mm. Like you know, and then my parents also be like, they like, why would you not want to marry somebody black? Like, why would you not want to keep the, you know, keep the blood black, keep the community black, like. Black Lives Matter, like, my nigga, they were so, my brother just had a baby, mind you, his baby mama is white, like, white, white, okay. um, and they were looking at the sonogram, the sonogram, and you know how it's sepia, or black and white, them mm-hmm. motherfuckers was so wanting that baby to come out with some color, they were looking at the sonogram photo, like, oh yeah, he looks a little darker, like, my nigga, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you're light skin like, and your baby mom is white, bro. These coming out pale. But but it's different though, because Jamal, me, me, Jamal, and Niall are all different colors. Uh, Niall's the lightest, so he's lighter than me. And then I'm in the middle, and then Jamal is darker than me. So one of Jamal's kids, Naomi, from his other baby mama, like she has a lot of color. But JJ doesn't and then Penelope and this Nick this new one Grayson are both actually by like his first baby mama was Mexican. Alright it's, it's bad that alright let me just say this it's bad that um your nephew has a very very white name. Bruh I hate that shit. I hate Grayson and I hate Penelope. I told Penelope I'm not call, like before Penelope was born I was like I'm not calling her that so that's Nelly Poo and Grayson is gonna be G. Like that's a period like White like ass, white names. ass names. And I got to not be so aggressive because that's the part of my parents that come out. But I just, I don't understand. I just don't get it. I don't understand the attraction. Um, but, I mean, I see attraction in some white people or some other races. I just, I don't know. I think in the back of my mind, I always be like, okay, well, if I take this person home, my parents going to say, um, until they get to know you or whatever. But it's just hard. Like, my parents' selections or who they envision for their children it's very overbearing. All right, before you get there, oh, I want to hold that. Matter of fact, oh, overbearing parents, I got you. You just danced into my other question I didn't even ask, and that shit was lit. So, Jazz, Aww. why haven't you <laughs> dated outside your race? Trust me, I'm the way you just finessed that, I like that. But go ahead, Jazz. Why haven't you dated outside of just black men? Um, there's no specific reason. I just, I don't think I'm um, attracted to them the way that I'm attracted to a, a a man my race. Like, it's not personal. Like, I wouldn't mind dating outside of my race. I just don't, like, okay, when I was younger, I don't know what age I was, but I talked to this white dude, but it was like we were just only texting. Like, we never really went to see each other or anything like that. Like, I went on a date, but I don't know. I just. There's no specific reason. It's just I don't think I don't think I'm attracted to them and I don't think they're attracted to me. Like I don't try to put myself out there anyway. I mean, I could easily walk by uh, you know, somebody of a different race and be like, Oh, he fine. But it's never like I'll be like, Oh, he fine, I wanna get his number. It's just like, Oh, he cute. 
you know, he fine. And I just go by my business. I've dated everything but Indian and white. Oh, not Asian. Well, I haven't dated Asian either, so those are only three. They buy everything they know. Um, yeah, I feel how y'all, the how your girls feel about white. I feel that about white women. Like when they be like, "Oh, she's bad." I'm like, "Ah, I just see so many other races that look better than her, and I get biased. I have, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm a, uh, I have a, a bias. I'm a bigot, probably. Um, probably prejudice. In, in certain aspects, when it comes to that, like I'll be cool with you, but do I see a real attraction? Nah. But I think that comes from a preset of seeing and hearing of situations where friends or associates or people that know something or someone or something on the fucking news of a nigga dealing with the white girl and then something goes terribly wrong and niggas end up getting into some type of crazy ass trouble, getting locked up, something. And they were just like, oh, cool. That's what they do? Say less. And then the same thing with jazz. I don't think the niggas are even checking for me no way. So I don't really even be paying no mind any fucking way. So I just move about me how I move about it. Smiles over here, though. <laughs> I think it's the goddamn uh, Captain Planet over here. MVP in the ring and shit. Yeah, that nigga Captain Planet. Hey, man, the power is yours. You know what I'm saying? He specializes in heart right now because this nigga (laughs) over here (laughs) right now at the heart ring glowing because apparently he over here been pimping all over the world. So listen, so like I understand where you guys are coming from. I honestly do. I would say I honestly don't have a racial preference, right? because it's whatever catches my eye or whatever I vibe to, right? I've seen some drop-dead gorgeous white people before. You know what I'm saying? But there's some here in America, but when you go overseas and see those, then that's a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you guys ever get a chance, go to Germany and then tell me what you see. I promise you. It's completely different from what you see here. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem bringing anybody to, you know what I'm saying, my mom's crib or anything like that or my pops or anything. Like, they're, again, like, I'm first-generation American. So, like, the history of, you know, what happened in America and everything like that. I learned that from really being in school, moving into the South, stories from people and everything like that. So, you know, that wasn't something that was instilled to me when I was a kid from like, you know, from your parents or just family, you know what I'm saying? That's something that I had to learn on my own type deal. So like, I don't hold on to that, that kind of, you know, I mean, I do see the shit obviously on the news, and obviously, I know people that went down over some he say she say shit, and obviously, they're gonna take the she over the he. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, you know, I don't let that shit even bother me when it comes to like whatever I'm into at that moment. You know, what I'm saying whatever the flavor of the month is. So whether it's a white girl <laughs> or it's an Asian or it's an Indian doesn't matter you know what i'm saying 
Like, it is what it is. You know what's crazy about the whole parent stigma shit? Yo, my mom's used to be adamantly... She used to adamantly say this when I was younger. Do not bring home an American black girl. Let me yeah. explain. Because that nah, shit sounds wild. This shit is, it's wild, but, but I understand exactly what she knows. I know yes. what she means. From foreign, from foreign black kids, you know what I'm saying, growing up, you've heard this phrase before. If you have not, this was the phrase it means. Y'all, they see you, you had you know, like when you have like roots from slavery, things of that nature, uh, and been oppressed here, and, and then you try to bring up on your own, and you have a certain mindset that's different than what they traditionally know from other foreign, other foreigners. So when they, y'all niggas can be difficult at times, black people in America. You know what I'm saying? And uh, sometimes when y'all don't, it is, we're not having no like stable roots for real, y'all kind of come with a lot of mess. Because y'all trying to figure yourselves out, which is nothing wrong with that shit, by all means. Because you know what I'm saying? Niggas' roots get snatched. What, you, what can you fucking do? You know what I'm saying? But only pick up for what you know and just try to go along with that. But that's the 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 bias of the what's the fucking word I'm looking for? The um stereotypes they look at you as. You know what I'm saying? They look at the stereotypes they've seen on TVs, maybe some of the things they've seen um in movies, certain things that just looks negative, they be like, Yeah, just don't. And on top of that, they probably seen seen how some <laughs> some of us some of them move around. They'd be looking like, yeah, nah, I don't need that around in my in my household, around in my family. I'm just cool on that shit. Now, some people change their mind, by all means. You can bring them, you know what I'm saying? They can shut the fuck up because you can be amazing. But usually off rip, <laughs> nah, they're not with that shit. Like, and I know why my mom told me that because I'm, I'm already a hard ass. And he's just like, you gotta, I need somebody that not necessarily like try to fight me all the time. Like, even me out or just try to cool me down. We can get this shit together. But once we start trying to bump heads, especially mad, it's like, it's just going to blow up. And, you know, love y'all black women, American black women, and death. I still fuck with you. You feel me? I'm still fuck with you. But y'all niggas most definitely are some strong-willed people and y'all don't, you know, stubborn as fuck. And certain times y'all don't know just when to Back down is the wrong word, and I don't want to use submit because it always saying sounds negative, even though it's not supposed to be negative. Take a break. Um, Take a knee. Yeah, like sometimes you don't necessarily need to be on edge all the time, like or have the the like relax, my nigga. Like I'm trying to use every word but what the words I just said, but it's just like. I mean, if it is what it is, then that is what it is. Like fall back. Gonna call, yeah, it just comes That's off better. negative. Cause when you it comes off, like, yeah, as like I'm trying to tell you to <laughs> bow down to me, not, which I'm not trying to say. Just certain situations, it's not always necessarily my way. Nah, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, nah, let me handle this shit real quick. And that's hard to do with American black women because they had to do it themselves a lot. Just because, you know, we can go into, you know, how, you know, civil rights, people get killed, 
niggas going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Strip from the homes. All that good shit. We can talk about that. That's a whole slew of things that had built American black women to to point where now it's like I can hold my own. Fuck out of here, nigga. I don't need you. Cool. I'm niggas not have no problem with you doing your thing, but it makes it less likely for a nigga to want to help you now. Cause it's like I don't need you. Cool. I didn't ask you that. I wanted to help. Well, I mean, now you kind of like fuck my fuck my sincerity for wanting to help. All right, cool. Fuck it. But then, but then you got the other spectrum of, well, fuck that. I got money, but I'd rather spend his money. And it's kind of like, bitch. I thought we were supposed to build something. Like, yeah, we can build. I can build this bag collection. I can build this shoe collection. And it's kind of like, oh shit. Niggas trying to get the come up. Like, yo, the gold digger tag is kind of like, fuck gold digging. If you, if, if you ain't tricking, if you got it, like, <laughs> so, oh, so man. but not, nah, yeah, right, like, it's just all over the place. It's like, and but you know what, bro? Like, think of it like this that doesn't make sense. They could do bad on their own, they could stay on their own, too. Cool. Because once you're not interested in that dude, that same dude that you're going to see, once he goes to the other side of somebody else, where he picks him up an Asian or a white chick or, yeah, I mean, a Filipino chick, don't say a word. Don't say, mm, there he go, outside his race. Why couldn't he get a sister? Because you can do bad by yourself. That's why he went that direction. Or he just pref- the preference, you know, is still a big thing, but... You, you, you know what? You can't push off saying, you know what I'm saying, you don't, you ain't fucking with niggas and all this other shit. And then when the same people that you're saying you ain't fucking with goes fuck with somebody else, you can't be in that conversation saying, you see, them niggas are selling out. Fuck, they going to the Okay, well, side. if that's, oh, let me ask you this then. Did I just bring up, oh, that brought up a crazy question. All right. Who you think gets that type of stigma more? Black men or black, black women? Men. Black men. Mm. I just had a conversation that somebody said black women get more of the stick of the criticism for dating outside the outside the race, particularly white men. Um, I feel like the other opposite. Even though yeah. I think the only reason there's two reasons why I think niggas get more criticism for dating white women than black women do for dating white men, and it's brought on themselves on themselves. This is why. You can date outside your motherfucking race. Don't shit on your race. I was about exactly. to say that's exactly yep. what Period. it is. Exactly. That's the biggest thing with yep. the men. That's the biggest that's, thing with the men. Yes, yeah, it's, it's either that or you act like yo, black women don't exist. Right. Don't do neither one of them. Just right. date outside your race and just mind your motherfucking what, business. Just that's don't... what people usually think when they see a black man with a white woman anyway. Like they automatically put the the the, the Oh, he only fucking with her because he don't like black women. But sometimes it'd be like that. But other times it'd be like, nah, like I've dated black women before. This is just the person that I ended up with. Like, this is the person that I I wanted to be with. But most most people, when they see a black woman, I mean, a black man with a, you know, somebody outside their race, it's usually like, oh, he don't like her. He don't he don't like people in his race and stuff like that. And then sometimes it do be like that because you could walk up to a black man. He'd be like, man, I don't even fuck with black women because y'all crazy or y'all you know this that and the third that's why I fuck with white women yeah. he was probably traumatized too he probably had a bad experience and went that way you know what I'm saying but you know there's other underlying situations that can also go with it but um 
But no, nah, I, I could agree with that as well. Like, you know, dudes would speak up and say that. But you know what? When the shoe's on the other foot, when it comes to women dating outside the race, most men don't care. We don't care to make that even a topic. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just not going to sit around, damn. At most, oh, damn. Brother's white. And so, you know what's funny? Man, You're yeah. right. And you know we what the care. funniest part is? What I've seen on Twitter is when they doing when one nigga, one nigga says anything that's outrageous that might be, you know what I'm saying, him just down talking shorty or whatever about dating a white dude. Slide him. Yo, automatically. whole gang of women just pound on him. And then that goes viral because you got so many women commenting on that shit at once just pissed off. That now this nigga is the big part of attention, and now he is the whole epitome. But of that's the niggas. that's the stereotype because black women automatically think because he's dating outside of his race, he doesn't like black women. But that's not necessarily no, 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 no. Case. I'm not saying that. I'm saying for the opposite. Like if a black chick posts about him dating about her dating a white man, and then a black dude comments on it saying something negative because smile said niggas don't really care which is true because usually when you see it there's only maybe a couple of niggas in the comments it's all the women commenting to these couple of niggas two to three swear two to three then you have a whole bunch of chicks commenting to these two to three niggas now this whole shit's blowing up because you got so many people attacking this one post now this post is going to blow up now that was just look like, oh, now they're just sitting there like, yo, why niggas always in people is boom, 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 when it's only just these two. It might be a couple other niggas in the comments, but it's but really what's these the, two you're what was the comment? Like, like, what's the, what did the comments be? If they don't care, what do the comments be? Okay. No, usually if a nigga, like, like you said, niggas don't care, but it's only really, it's really a, a small percentage, a very small percentage. We really, hey, my, if you feel you fuck with the white dude, fuck with the white dude, have, you know what I'm saying, have fun. I really don't give a fuck. But it's like, there's some niggas that really take that shit to heart, like there's some black women that take it to heart, but it's not that many niggas as it is black women. By only reason, I think it's more black women that do it to niggas because niggas bring it on their fucking selves. Yep. See where I'm going with that? Stupid. Yeah, it's one of those like, bro, pick your battle. And this topic ain't your battle, bro. Just keep it in the barbershop, bro. Because the internet is going to lynch you right there and there. I just you know hate, how, right, I so hate next how it's on both sides. Like, like, cause now that you think, of, now that I think about it, you're right. Because it was this, it was this celebrity that There's a couple of them that's like that. Yeah, it was a celebrity on the show. I think on the show she was dating a white I mean she was dating a black man but in real life she was married to a white man and somebody said like now that I see that it was something that she said it kind of threw me off but she kind of felt some type of way because she was dating a white man and I was just like for what like that's what she wants to date like why does it matter if she does this in a certain like a certain role but on the outside like on the in reality it's the total opposite. Like, why does that matter? Like, think about it. With Kam- uh, Kamala Harris, her husband's white. If we think it- more black women have said something about her husband, yeah, white and I'm than like, black. Why women. does it? Why does it matter? Like, why? Why is there such a a what's the word? A, a negative, a negative view on things. 
Yeah, negative stigma, stigma against white. I mean, black women dating a white man. Like, why? What's, what's the issue? I think it comes from the history of you feel me being oppressed by white people, and a lot of older people will tell you like, you know, when you date outside of your race, but mostly because mo- most people of color have been oppressed by white people. So when when it comes to the black versus white, it's like why. I, from my experience, a lot of the elders in my family basically view it as like, you're not proud to be black if you're so focused on trying to, especially if you like are thinking about a family with this person. Now, if you just dating and fucking, that's a little bit different. But when you start thinking about a future and like, oh, your family is going to be like, it's like, you know, we tried so hard to, to keep it black because we had to because there was a time where white people weren't fucking with us. We could be lynched. We could be murdered for fucking with a white person. And now you choose to go do this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, but but that's not my... I'm saying, like, that's that's the point of view that I get from the elders that I'm around who don't necessarily um, like the black and white. Because even that, like, I've noticed that there's even more backlash with just the white versus dating out of your race period like if you date another person of color it's a little bit different or at least in my experience it's a little bit more accepted but when you choose white it when is. you choose white it's like it's like it's like you're a, a traitor like you feel me like why would you do that like they, especially exactly. in the united states it's kind of like exactly. you're dating your oppression and, and that's what that's how your great-grandmother is going to be with because like even me my parents were born in the 50s so when my dad was born segregation was still very real like you feel me it was it was still and that's his lifestyle and he's the one who raised me so to him he has a personal trauma a personal effect with it and that doesn't even count my grandparents and my great-grandparents and and what they instilled in him as well like for me it's different because i'm separated by a degree because i was fortunate to be born when not all of it is obviously it's still around but it's not as prevalent as it was back in the day you feel me? So I did. I don't have that firsthand trauma experience, but my every elder in my family does. Just because, well, not every elder, but like my from my dad, like aunts, uncles, that generation and above, all of them have personal trauma with being oppressed, either oppressed by white people, denied opportunity by white people, attacked by white people just because of the color of their skin, no matter how light or dark they are. If you don't, you feel me, pass that brown paper bag or they can tell there's an inkling of black in you for so long, you've been treated a different way. So there, so a lot of the elders are like, okay, well, well, why the fuck would you do that? Like, like, are you, is it a get out type situation? Like, are, do you need help? Signal you need help. Like, you feel <laughs> me? Like, because in their mind, they just can't understand why you would choose to go with a race that oppressed, even though they don't make the connection like, okay, our generation is separated. So a lot of the white kids in our generation don't think about it necessarily as much. Um, and that's why they're a lot more open. But that's just the, the mm-hmm. like I said, the experience that I have. I can't speak for other people, but when it comes to my family and why it seems to be viewed um as negative when you date white like i said outside of the race you still get a little like you couldn't find find nobody black because you know there's the spectrum of color so whatever color you looking for you can find within the black community so if you still decide to go outside it's like "Mm," but it's really like when it comes to choosing white I think, but I, I get, I hear what you're saying, Sue, but when I was, when it was brought up to me, it was somebody in our generation that kind of felt some type of way about it, like, and I'm just like, 
at this moment, I'm like, why does it matter? Like, I can understand how your grandparents feel. Like, of course, that's that's trauma within them. So it's just like, it's a little bit different. But I mean, like you said, our our generation is so like so mixed. Like it's so mixed. It's so but it's, yeah, but we we're mixed, but also so pro black at this moment and too. It's like, we're more we're, we're like damn near like the 60s, yeah. 70s pro black. Even though our generation is separated, you have to realize that there are a lot of people who were raised by their grandmothers, who were raised by their mothers, did do it. So right. what they instilled in them is that same thing. It's the same thing with the generational white races. These these ten year old, fourteen year olds is going shooting up schools <clears> that never been a part of slavery, never been oppressed, never none of that. But they were taught to think a different a certain way and to move a certain way. And the same thing happens in the black community. The trauma gets passed on yeah. by lessons because your grandparents had to deal with white people a certain way. So all they knew how to teach you is how to deal with white people the way they knew how to do it. They don't know this new generational shit. They don't know how to maneuver. So when you're being brought up and taught, mm-hmm. you're getting taught the ways of how to deal with the trauma that can happen. They want you to avoid situations where you can be in trouble. They want you to avoid situations. You feel me? So they teach you how to do that. Where So it's even though there are people in our generation, Jazz, that feel that way, a lot of that is the influence of who raised them and how they had to navigate through life. And all sometimes when you're trying to teach somebody, all you can teach somebody is what you know. You can't teach somebody something you don't know. So all you know is trauma. Yeah, they got to go learn to figure it out themselves. All you know is oppression. All you know is neglect. All you know is all this negative shit. That's what you're going to pass on to your child until somebody shows you an example of otherwise, but then, like I said, with depending on the generation, you go to the great grandmas and grandmas. They're not trying to hear that. I was shit, about period. to say, now you're not fucking with that. You feel shit, me? They're they not trying to hear that. Shit. Shit. Yeah, exactly. So it don't matter. But you get to your mom and your aunts and your uncles and your older cousins, and it, it you know it trickles down. It's a little bit easier to try and convince. But but a lot of the people who are our age and even younger are gonna deal with things. Like I said, the way that the people who raised them deal with things. And that's why when you decide to become a parent, you ha- you really got to be conscious about your traumas so that you can move differently. Otherwise, you subconsciously pass that shit on. Because like I said, mm. for me, even with the not dating outside my race, I just had to think about it now while we're talking about it. For me, it's also an identity thing because I'm adopted. So I am technically mixed. I have hella shit. I'm French, Peruvian, Mexican, Spanish, and Black. You feel me? But I'm adopted and I was raised black. And it's always been ingrained in me that black is what it is. Like, my dad don't think about the fact that we're adopted. To my dad, my dad still say shit like, oh, it's in your blood. Like, no, daddy, it's not. Like, I know I look like y'all family. I know, like, my, my nephew came out. Do I, he like, oh, he got the Simon nose. Like, there's no way because we don't actually have the blood. But my dad don't think like that. So we were raised like his children. And his, and his family is Creole from Louisiana. You feel me? So that's all, like, that's all that it's ever been. And for me, the identity thing is like, okay, yeah, I date black. I want to have black children because it solidifies, like, the blackness. You feel me? Which is all I know. That's the only culture that I was raised with. Now, granted, I'm older, so I can explore and learn and do some stuff. But as far as what was ingrained in me from a child before I took the time to, one, even know what the fuck I was mixed with. I didn't even learn that until, like, a couple years ago to know what I was fully mixed with. I just knew that I was mixed. But my parents are the ones that adopted me and my brothers are both black and just black. So that's all that we knew. That's all we were raised. And so when it comes to me 
dating inside the race is like solidifying, I guess. But again, that's a subconscious thing. It's not something that until this conversation I had actually thought about. Mm. Well, good yeah. thing for this conversation. Damn. Because it's definitely an identity thing. Like I said, like my dad be so, like I said, he looked at the fucking sonogram and was like, oh, we got a little color. Like he'd be so pressed to be like, okay, where are my black grandbabies? Where's my black family? Because my dad had, and, his, and my grandma spent their whole life and still do things like to uplift the community, the black community more so that they're in. Like my dad is a part of so many associations and things that are strictly guaranteed to the betterment of people of color, but mainly black people. And that's still mm-hmm. like what his life is. Like what he does now is still that, and so uh, now he make money off white people. I ain't gonna be me, but for the most part, when it comes to the projects and the stuff he puts his time into that he's not paid for, it's all to uplifting and betterment of black people. And like, like I said, when it comes to bringing somebody home, I just know they'll accept it. They'll talk to you. They they're not gonna be like, ew, oh my god, like you feel me? But they'll be respectful. But I know that when you leave, they're gonna be like, so. <laughs> What's uh like you know what's up with that like was nobody else in the pool available like so it's just a little different and and the jokes and shit like the jokes that are made about my brother's baby mama who is young stupid and white um are is ridiculous you feel me it's not ridiculous but it's just like I hear it when they're not around. You feel me? When the the people that they're talking about aren't around. And I know that even though if I did bring somebody else out of my race, I know in my face they would be very cordial. They would be very respectful. But I know that when I leave, it would definitely be a conversation. And that is something that, like, kind of sits in the back of my mind, too. And then I'm just attracted more to black people. Like Jazz said, there are some attractive people in other races. Like, I give you dues where it's due. But when it comes to, like, me thinking about raising a family, like, no. Like, I want chocolate children. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think, like, I think everything I answered real quick. I didn't have to ask shit. This is, uh, this is smooth as fuck. And we knocked it out in, like, a little over an hour, which is not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, we did a good job on this one. Um, anybody else got anything? Some they want to add in real quick? A little thought, well, a little question. Of the day? Oh, oh, we about to get <laughs> to that, man. Yeah. So sorry. Um, I apologize. Gotta have transitions here. People, um, <laughs> as far as people, uh, and their their upbringing, you can't help it. Well, what you can't help is what you pass down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's good to pass on the stories. But there's also a thing called, you know, uh, progression. And you can't progress if you are still right. stuck in an era. You know what I'm saying? Never never forget. Right. You only learn from those lessons. So, and my thing is for everyone to, like, stop holding on to the pain. Let the pain go. Work through that motherfucker. Like, if you ever broken a bone, sprained an ankle and everything like that, once it sits a little bit heal up you gotta work it a little bit you gotta get your veins in motion and then you gotta work through the little mm-hmm. pains and then that shit gets better the thing is because the hurt keeps getting passed down on both sides you're you're on the hamster wheel limping the entire time you know what i'm saying you ain't getting nowhere so for 
our weird generation because we're smack dab in the middle of everything. We still have the older mm-hmm. generation that is clocking out. You got us. And then we have the younger generation that's right there on our heels. We're smack dab in the middle. So, you know, we still have a responsibility to pass down the correct thing. Listen, don't forget, but look at the times now. You know what I'm saying? We could mesh and mingle with everyone in, in any fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Follow what you believe in, but don't be a dickhead about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yes, they're all families. They're straight up and down. They have it to where, hey, don't bring nobody else that don't look like you do these doors. That's cool. That's that's your right. You can do that. You know what I'm saying? But you can't. But what's mm-hmm. not cool is pushing that shit down onto the kids to where like they don't have a say so on how they can you know guide and maneuver around this world. You're taking away the experience. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a you know there's a reason why that I have no preference of you know of women when it comes to their races because everyone's background and their story and their 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 everything is so dope and unique you know what i'm saying everyone has something dope and unique an, an american white chick versus somebody that's overseas backgrounds super unique you know what i'm saying granted you know what i'm saying all right so what the ones that are in america yeah we understand throughout history it all kind of writes itself you know what I'm saying? A lot of pillaging and all kinds of negative, you know, things that happen. And then you have the ones that are overseas. It's the same fucking thing, but at the same time, their culture is a hell of a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Culture in general is just fire, straight yeah. across. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter, you know, where you are. The culture, you got good parts and you got bad parts. You know what I'm saying? But if you just restrict yourself to just one like you're kind of robbing yourself of the big scheme in the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's bigger than, it's just bigger than your own little section. You know what I mean? Dibble and dabble. And if you do want to settle down, settle down what you are going to feel comfortable for, not what you're obligated. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I mean, I hear that. If, if what you want to do is to settle with, a black dude, black chick, white girl, white dude, fucking Asian, doesn't fucking matter. Like, as long as you happy doing that and that's what you believe, yo, run with that shit versus, well, my mom and dad isn't going to accept this because of who they are. It's They not marrying them. You know what I'm saying? They're here to give you the well wishes, but, you know, hey, if you're not happy for me, you're not happy for me. I can't even force that on you, like. That's the whole exception thing. Like, you know what? This person makes me happy. I'm going to rock with this person and keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. Because there's most definitely people out there that have, like, grandparents that have not don't, don't be around the kids because they beefing with the parents yeah. because of the and the this is true. I, see, I saw before, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, a couple people that I'm pretty close to, they experienced that shit for real. And, and it's a shame. It's a fucking shame. Granted, we understand what you went through, but that shit over with. It's over with. It's a new age. It's a new day, and things are different. The essence is still there. We're not going to forget about it, but we're not going to keep on rewinding and keep on playing that same that same section. I understand. Bro, the 60s was rough. Got it. Wasn't there. Heard about it. Seen the, seen the adaptations. 
Got it. But guess what? <laughs> that shit's over with. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah. Well, shit, I think we can wrap it up on that one. That nigga brought it, brought the house down with that one. Think she can say her phone. Like, That's why she's coming in now. Look at it. You can hear all that. Yeah, static. we can hear you. We can hear all that. Yeah. yeah it sounds like you you trying yeah. to send the SOS out the condo. <laughs> like, okay, it stops. Can y'all hear me now? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Oh what's your, my Jesus! What's your phone I don't know what's wrong with my phone. For the day. Okay, can you hear me? Okay. Um, okay. my fun fact yeah, of the day. Let me pull it up. Okay, a certain type of box jellyfish's venom will make you feel a strong sense of anxiety and sense of impounding doom and possibly thoughts of suicide. These symptoms can last up to two weeks. That's why I saved my black ass off the ocean. <laughs> All right, guys. You know, that's okay. another great episode. Bro. Like, once some real shit, sweet. like, yo, you ain't got no business in there, bro. If you ain't drinking that <laughs> motherfucker or you ain't taking a shower, bro, get away from the fucking water, man. And you don't, and you think I'm going to hate it. I show the bodies that's in Lake Lanier right now. That shit got mad bodies in it. Lake Lanier, there the no fucking jellyfish Swimming. Doesn't matter. It's about the water. It's that about don't the matter, water. yo. Stay, stay oh, around the water. The, water. the specific fact yeah, stay, was stay about jellyfish. Stay, stay to the lakes and the rivers you used to. Stay, it was yeah, about jellyfish. Stay, stay to the lakes and rivers you used to. Stay around the water. Word, yo. Y'all are so black. The only thing y'all took from that was niggas don't need to be in the water. No, yeah, man. make sure oh, your feet can touch the bottom. You think I'm gonna get st- I'm gonna jump in the water to get stung by a jellyfish just to feel depressed? Are you fucking I mean, kidding me? but oh my god, first <laughs> of all, first of all, uh, y'all went straight to niggadom, like straight to it. Like, there was no, there's no in between. Niggadom just hit everybody. I'm not going in the water, period. Everybody, hold on, hold well, on. Well, right. Manny's nigga them just came out of both what? of y'all, just the quickest. Wait, what? How you gonna? I just said I didn't say nothing, and you gonna say? I didn't well, say Sue and Manny. Oh, I said Smiles and Manny. My bad, Smiles and Manny. Yeah, okay, did. I'm no, trying to correct myself, yeah. ma'am. Yo, she must have been lit from a previous party. No, was you lit? I'm just was saying. You just Smiles and like, Manny. You sound litty. 
Okay, Y'all went bad, straight to nigga Okay, straight nah, to we, we, I, Earlier in the conversation, it, smile sounded dainty. I guess I sound manly. Oh, my God. Well. Y'all are so annoying. <laughs> Here we go. Well. It's been another motherfucking episode. You know what I mean? Come check us out. You can rate, subscribe, hit the emails, all that good shit. You can follow us. Everything will be in the description below. And uh, we'll catch y'all niggas next week. You're... Oh, thank you.